Luke. You do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampus Lair podcast. This is episode number three hundred and fifty-three. There is another. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Han Solo and Princess Leia. To my Luke Skywalker, because I forgot to think of uh, what I was telling everybody beforehand. <laughs> we've got Carl Leclerc and Katie Horn. <laughs> There's no shame in that, Jason. None at all. <laughs> I mean, making me Han. There could be worse things. <laughs> I mean, I I figure we'll, we'll. There's nothing wrong with going with a classic. Yeah. So. We'll, well see. You could have made us Yoda and Ben's Force Ghost and the Bogwing. I don't know. What the Bogwing? The Bogwing. Yeah. There we yeah, go. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, if I was clever, I would have done something to the effect of, you know, Wampa and Tauntaun to my oh. Minoc, but, you know, oh, I was Oh, dang. Um, so. <laughs> I'm a Tauntaun, 100%, just, like, in the back. Wobble, 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 wobble. I'd probably is... die before the first marker, let's be real. Like, oh. I just, you made me go outside. Right, right, we made, made me go just... outside in the snow, guys. No, this nah. It's not good. Um... <laughs> Well, this is, of course, our continued uh, journey towards the rise of Skywalker as we take a look at The Empire Strikes Back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm super excited about that. So, um, Carl, yeah. Carl, we made it to Empire. Well, I hope so. <laughs> we, have to, we have to make it through all seven, eight, excuse hopefully, me, before we get gosh. to the Rise of Skywalker. Right? And oh, gosh, it's happening. We're running yeah, short we're on running time, time because uh, it's already October. We've, we are just just under just over two months away from episode nine so we're gonna have to hit a couple movies next month oh my gosh yeah. it's so to real continue it's our journey. too real i know it it's so it's <laughs> so much fun um <sighs> so i have i don't have any more itunes reviews to read at the start of the episode because we don't have any new ones um we are all caught up with everyone who has been kind enough to write us a review on itunes so woohoo to you that took the time <laughs> to write one um, if you are a new listener or have not yet just had time to write us a review in the iTunes store, again, we really appreciate that. They help so much for making the show more visible. So if you have a minute to do that, we'd really appreciate it. And of course we will read it on the air. So, um, yeah, uh, be sure to do that if you have not had a chance to do that yet. Um, so last week I had so much fun talking Lando. Um, oh, it was great. Ah, oh, what a good guy. <laughs> I just want to like slide under some stuff, save a droid, and then blast out of a Death Star. Um, I mean, and, yes. Uh, you know, often as you know, when we do these top five episodes lately, we've been then turning it over to you in our poll segment and asking you what your favorite particular moment is 
for said category. So, of course, we asked all of you what your favorite Lando moment was. And there were some great ones that were, uh, you know, put on this list that I didn't even think of. And, and that's what I love doing about this is opening it up to others. And they come up with these great moments that it's like, oh, crap, I forgot about that. That probably would have been on my list. Um, so, uh, Jason, what did the Larians have to say about their favorite Lando moments? Oh, man, they said quite a bit. Um, in fifth place with one vote each, we've got quite a few. We've got uh, the second Sabat game when he, he realizes Han is best at him. Um, there's the power slide to L3. Yes. Um, you truly belong with us among the clouds. Mun clouds. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, slight, uh, slight correction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, the shootout on Kessel. Um. Actually, we got one from the comics, the the first Lando miniseries that came out um, when Lobot uh, lost control to the cybernetic brain implant. Mm. Um, and, oh. and that scene with, with Lobot and Lando made it on this list. That's a good scene. Yeah. It's been a while since I've read that comic. I need to go back and reread that one. But that's a real good scene yeah. uh, for anybody who's interested. Um, I think that was my friend Ben who reads every comic like left, right, and center, reads him multiple wow. times. Yeah, he's, I think he's, I'm pretty sure Ben likes Star Wars comics more than Star Wars films, which is fine. I just, you know, Valid. I, I really appreciate him telling me what's going on in the comics because I, I just don't follow them. So Ben is my, my, uh, my Yoda for the Star Wars comic world. <laughs> so <Aww>. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, the, the scene with L3's death, uh, got a vote, um, the moment in the Endor battle where he turns to Nine Nam and says, I told you they'd do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. Yes. But I accept it. But Got I a vote. Good. <laughs> yes. Uh, I hate you. I know. Got a vote. <laughs> Um, and then just rescuing Han from Jabba's palace also got a vote, uh, one vote. Um, in fourth place with two votes, we got two uh, different things. We've got um, the salute, both from Return of the Jedi and from Solo. Um, so I put those together. And then we got uh, the end of the Endor Celebration stories where he's talking to Chewbacca and and you know doing the hand gestures like, yeah, we blasted out of there or whatever. <laughs> That was that got two votes here. So that, yeah, that was that was one that definitely got me excited because I was like, oh, I forgot about that moment. That's so good. How 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 Billy D mimes that little scene there. It's so freaking it's so, cute. <laughs> it's so great. So uh, in second place uh, with four votes, we got uh, the Cloud City introductions, where you know he, you know, pretends like he's gonna threaten Han and then punch, punch him right in the face. Right, right. And then <laughs> goes immediately into hello, what have we here? You know, with Leia. So the Cloud City introductions got four votes. Um and then in first place with five votes, uh it was actually both Carl's and I. My favorite moment um last episode was the Yeehaw uh at the end of the space battle in Return of the Jedi. So I, I cannot say much else because that was my favorite and yeah. I approve of the Larian's uh, decisions here. So <laughs> It's a pretty good moment, no doubt about that. It is. Um, it is. Definitely gets you hyped. <laughs> yes. So yeah. uh, we have a, uh, a really fun, kind of interesting matchup for you at the end of the episode. So, as always, <gasps> stick around after the meat of the show for the, the spicing on the cake. Speaking oh. speaking of dessert, really quick, because I meant to the say dessert. spicing yeah, on I'm, the cake. Uh, it made no I, sense. I, I get it. I, I love, realize. I'm here for spicing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, Anybody I'm wants some oregano on your cake? Yes, one hundred percent. Paprika. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, it almost looks like right, red velvet. Right as know. I was like going up to to come up to my uh, computer to start recording with you two. I was like, oh, like my dinner was good tonight, but I feel like I just need like a little something. And then I remembered I had one Snickers ice cream bar <gasps> left in the freezer. I yes. ate that in record speed. And if you two remember, I am not known for my speed when it comes to eating. Um, nope. <laughs> so I'm literally the slowest eater in the world. Um, I ate that Snickers Actually. ice cream bar in about one minute, which for oh me is God. fast. 
<laughs> so, wow. Um, Did you get brain freeze? Probably. I do have a bit of a headache. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, anyway, let's let's journey into the land of Hoth, Dagobah, and Cloud City, and yes. break down this fifth chapter of the Skywalker saga. Um, man, I you know it's you know it's it's no uh, it's no small thing that I love this movie. Um, I think it's perfect. I could watch it every day. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's again like we've all talked about while doing this you know this little series in the past few months. Um, it's really fun watching the movies with that angle of you know mm-hmm. how do they tie together? What is what is the Skywalker saga ultimately about? And you know, I know I wasn't um, I didn't stick around for the episode last month uh, when y'all did A New Hope. And Katie, I, I appreciated you breaking down a little bit of your galaxy brain before we started recording about Han. <laughs> yes. um, so I don't know. I'm just I, I'm really excited to, to to see where you all think the story's moving here. Um, so I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Where, where where are we going in Empire Strikes Back? That is so important to the Skywalker saga. Uh, do you want to go first or shall I, Katie? Sure. I, I mean, I want to jump right in because go I'm still, it. yeah, I'm still on Han Solo watch 100%. You know, <laughs> knowing, well, yeah, knowing that the sequel trilogy is so much about Ben Solo and so much of his arc is tied up in you have too much of your father's heart in you. You know, I, I have my eye fixed on Han Solo, like Sauron, you know, his eyes fixed. <laughs> yes. On, you know, like, <laughs> That's a Lord of the Rings. You and your heart. Oh, I was gonna say you and your Harry Potter. Right. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Remember when Harry Potter took the ring to Mordor and destroyed Voldemort? Like oh, <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. With the proton torpedo. Um, yeah. Yes. I thought he was wearing he a proton. Didn't he? Didn't he wear a proton pack as well and cross the streams? So probably. Oh my god! Ah, oh, we're getting this too much. All right. Anyway, what 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 did you pick up on your Han Solo watch? Because I'm so intrigued by that. I I was really quite taken, in fact, by the lengths that Han Solo would go to for his friend, for Luke Skywalker. Mm. You know, at the beginning of that movie, there where it's like, um, you know, your, your Tauntaun won't make it past the first marker. I'll see you in hell. Like he's going out there essentially to die for the chance of saving his friends. You know, like we're, we're spouting the, the odds of survival out there and Han Solo don't care. And I think that's very, very interesting. And I think that says a lot about his son. If his son does indeed have too much of his father's heart, then we know that Ben Solo is capable of enduring a great amount of pain and a great amount of risk for something he really cares about. And I think that throws all of Kylo Ren's motivations into question for me. You know, what does he really think he's doing when he's looking at his grandfather's helmet and saying, I'll finish what you started, you know? It 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 really begs the question, you know, what what does he think he's doing? Mm. You know? Like it I don't know. Yeah. And and um gosh, I have some notes here, yeah, about Han Solo, about how, yeah, he in this movie specifically, he's not at a place yet where he is going to give his life for the cause. You know, he's still more in it for his friends. Mm-hmm. Like, he's absolutely, you know, and, you know, when, when I, I don't remember the name of the general that, that he's speaking to at the beginning of the movie, is like, hey, we Riken. hate to lose you. Carlos oh, yeah? Riken. It's Riken, yes. Riken, okay, his, yeah. His he's first like, name, let's not forget, what? it's, it's Carlos. Yes, Carlos Riken, Carlos Riken, and Firmus Piet. Now that to threesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no, Carl. I love it. A, no, for serious though, I can tell you any of the Knight brothers. Like they all look the same, but I know every single one of them because they're precious to me. But just like rando rebels, I'm like, I have no idea who you are. I'm sorry, bro. Like move on. Like <laughs> Carlos yeah. Riken. Any- I feel like his favorite snack is peanuts. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Riken? Yeah. Riken's favorite snack? Yeah. Probably. Piet's more of a cashew guy. So. <laughs> I'm here for your hot takes on, on snack food. Like, just... <laughs> Sorry, Katie. <laughs> no, it's okay. What was I saying? Yeah. When he's just like, hey, we hate to lose you. Mm. On Solo's like, I'm out. But you know, you know that if Leia was like, I want you to stay. Not we need 
I need. Yep. You know he'd be there. Yep. He doesn't yep. care. Yeah. Like he'd be all like, "Come at me, Java. I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, just, right. Yeah. Okay, so I I I think Kylo Ren must be very much the same, where he works on that personal level and does not care about the cause. Yeah. You know I. You know, so that I think that's why he so easily is like, you know, time to let it all die. The Sith, the Jedi, the rebels, you know, all mm. of it. He doesn't care about your cause. Yeah. He cares about these interpersonal levels, you know, more. Yeah, I, no, it's and, true. And, and now he's supreme leader. What is that going to do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and going going a little like into the, the Han Solo stuff you've introduced, Katie, right? Like the fact that Han in some ways, he really does delay their leaving. You know, yes, the Falcon still needs some work. That's made very clear. But he and Chewie are, you know, there's a little bit of a delay there because I think Han really does want that that kind of confirmation from Leia of what he means to her, right? And, and we literally get that in the hallway, you know. You know, we need you. We need. What about you need? I yeah. Know. I don't know what you're I talking need, about. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I always <laughs> probably do. To, I, I always was like, you know, it's got to be the most awkward thing for that guy with the box who has to go between the two of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, man. What? Or, it's like, oh, man. Well, how about they're when, fighting again. Don't, yeah, look, don't, don't, don't make look, eye contact. And same don't with make the guy. Eye contact. I love the guy, too, though, when, when like, Leia's like, you know, I'd rather, I just assume kiss a Wookiee. And, and Han's now off screen says, you could use a good kiss. And you see that guy going into the side hallway and he does, like, a double take back at Leia. <laughs> <laughs> She's just giving him the stink eye, like, yeah, keep moving. Yeah. Keep moving. You got something to say? I didn't think so. I didn't <laughs> Yeah. Um,. <laughs> No, but like, yeah, I mean, Han really does have such a heart for others, right? And even even when the battle commences and, and Echo Base is falling apart, Han's impulse is to go back for Leia, right? right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he really does have this heart for his friends. And, and I couldn't agree more, Katie, that for him at this point, it's literally his friends. It's not the cause. He's not a believer still. He's not a believer in the rebellion. Um, he's a believer in his friends, though. Um, and that's yeah. what matters to him. And, yeah, it, he's got a great heart. And apparently Ben Solo's got that heart, too. Well, I think so. I think we absolutely have to look at who Han Solo is as a character and as a person because he has become entwined in the Skywalker saga. Again, if that's our big question, you know, what does the Skywalker saga mean? What does, yeah, the journey of of the Skywalker <laughs> you know, as, as like a family or a bloodline, you know, we absolutely have to look at Han Solo because he becomes entwined in that. Yeah. 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 And it, it's funny because he, his reaction mm-hmm. is definitely more, you know, along the line of like an Anakin Skywalker, you know, right, too. Right. So it, it, it's, it connects both ways with Han. Um, one point I wanted to make about Han mm-hmm. and Vader. Oh, okay. You can't, outrun your past it mm. shows back up you mm. know you know han han mm. is trying to get out of dodge because he's got to deal with jabba yeah. you know mm-hmm. and boba fett shows up on cloud city because jabba wants han right you know that's boba is you know getting paid twice for one job <laughs> you know he's he's getting paid yeah. by the empire to to track down Han and Leia, but then he's also getting paid again to take Han to Jabba, you know, so, you know, a lot of the initial motivation for trying to leave for Han is to to, to get this monkey off his back, you know, and then, of mm-hmm. course, it, it leads into what happens in Return of the Jedi and everything that starts that movie off. Um, and then Vader, Vader Anakin can't get away from his past because all of a sudden the son of Skywalker is a threat. Mm. Where did this come from? Why? How is this possible? You know, um, and, and and you know he is in that conversation with with Palpatine. Palpatine's like, you know, the son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. He doesn't say your son, because you know we've we've separated Vader from Anakin. Right? Um, sure. <laughs> sure. 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 Palpy. Um, but you know, and and it's it's an unsettled Palpatine enough to the point where he's like, he could destroy us. Hmm. You know, we have to destroy him because he could destroy us. Uh, And then for whatever reason, whatever motivation sparks this, Vader's like, well, what if he could be turned? 
He could be a powerful ally. And then that's when Palpatine goes, yes, a replacement for you. Um, you know, <laughs> he could be, a, I mean, he could be a great asset, um, you know, but, but, and then of course that leads into the whole climactic moment of no, I am your father um, at the end of the, the lightsaber duel. But, but Vader, Anakin and Han both have this, this kind of moment where they can't escape their past. Mm. Um and and the past is definitely weighing on the actions of our heroes in the sequel trilogy. You know, it, it the past is what held Luke back in The Last Jedi. You know, he, he couldn't run from it. He had to deal with it on some level. He tried to hide from his past, from the, the mistakes he made. Um, in some sense, I guess Yoda is is dealing with his past by, you know, being in exile on Dagobah, you know. Although he's probably the most, you know, he's dealt with it the most effectively out of any of the characters uh, because he's learned, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he's dealing with his failure with Luke or with, with Anakin and the fall of the Jedi. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's this whole theme of, of not being able to escape your past or having to deal with your past. And I'm wondering what exactly that means for mm. characters like Kylo um, ben uh, and 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 I guess maybe Leia a little bit. In, oh, absolutely! In Rise of Skywalker, you know, I, I'm really curious to see how how much of the past is really going to be in effect in this movie as we round out the side. Obviously, the past is coming back in a big way with Palpatine. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he is the past. You know, the 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 specter of the past incarnate you know so i'm i'm very interested to see what that's going to do and how it's going to play out so yeah i i want to talk about leia 100% i'm i'm going there i'm just going all right bye my podcast now bye <laughs> <laughs> i i think i think it's very very interesting that uh, we've come back to this question of what does it mean to be a Jedi? You know, Luke, uh, Anakin asked this question in, in Attack of the Clones, and now Luke has come back. He's circled around to ask that question, and he's getting different answers, I think, than Anakin got. You know, so we're, we're expounding, expanding on this idea of what it means to be a Jedi. And while Luke is over getting this guidance from Yoda, um, I think Leia, our other Skywalker twin, um, she she's actually going on a very similar sort of journey because you know a jedi lives for others right lives in service of others ideally right mm-hmm. you know ideally a jedi thinks of things beyond themselves and gives their life to service you know which is what you know the the jedis of the prequels you know said and kind of thought they were doing they thought they were living in service of others and that's what padme strived to do you know that's what she said you know, that being queen was, it was supposed to be public service. You know, she's there to help other people. Um, Leia has also given her whole life to this cause, you know, and, and this, this rebellion, you know, she believes in it so much, but then at the same time, she has in the first movie, she suffered such immense personal loss. And I think in this movie, she comes to realize that you can't really live only for a cause. You know what I mean? Yes, it is a wonderful, wonderful thing to think of others and to give yourself of others. You know, Padme did the same thing. But at the same time, those personal attachments mean something and ground us to something. You know, Padme needed that personal, you know, she needed her her attachment to Anakin in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Her love for Anakin wasn't her weakness. You know what I mean? Hiding it, lying about it was her weakness, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think Leia coming to that realization, being able to say, I love you at the end of this movie is like so huge for her. And that brings her closer to like, what does it mean to be a Jedi? You know, what does it mean to be a complete whole person? You know, you can't be completely selfish, but you can't also, I think, be completely selfless all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which. Uh, just to like that makes me think how maybe in a way Leia has kind of lost her way when we get to the sequels right know, by yeah, assuming maybe. this role of general and you know just her and Han both choosing to walk away from each other because right what's, what's important to them personally kind of fell apart so they right go back to the only thing they ever knew 
which in some ways is going back. It's going back to try to be something you were when you were a child in a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's a, whenever you revert back to something, you know, I mean, often people do that as in times of trauma because, mm-hmm. you know, something has disrupted your well-being. So you go back to something that you assume was safe, something that you felt gave you meaning. But the reality is, is reversion is never growth, right? Yeah, right. You know? yeah. So even when we meet when we meet Han and Leia in Force Awakens, they're lesser characters in a way than they were at the end of the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, which I why I think some people don't particularly love what happened to the original characters in the sequel yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Um, you know, is they've kind of reverted back to this original state where it's like, no, they 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 grew past that. Um so I, I love this point you're making though about Leia because this really is her journey of uh, she learned so much from Han. You right, know, right. In these experiences and and vice versa. I think Han learns a lot from her because all of a sudden we get mm-hmm. back when you know, obviously when we'll talk about this more next next time we do one of these episodes, but when we get back in Return of the Jedi and Han is is rescued, all of a sudden he's all in on the rebellion. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's all yeah. in for the cause in a way that only Leia could have affected in him. But, you know, Leia believes in this in a much deeper way because of her relationship with Han. Um, yeah. and, and even in some, some ways with Luke. Um, so, yeah, I, I love it. And, and, you know, what I also, since we'll just to stay on Leia here for a minute, um, mm-hmm. I love at the end of the film that Luke is able to reach out to her, right? Right, that right. He, yeah. You know, yeah. when Luke is there, he's just lost everything, you know. Um, I mean, he's lost the battle. He's he's lost the noble sense of his past, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's lost everything, and he's reaching out to his mentors, but his mentors aren't there for him. And all of a sudden he just, he reaches out for someone that he loves. Um, And, you know, that, that connection, the fact that Leia is able to hear him. um, Mm -hmm. I I think, I mean, it's, it's a layered, it's a layered thing in the movie. I mean, I think in one ways it's just, it really highlights the relationship that these two characters have, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's also a window into the reality that, whoa, wait, does, does Leia have the force? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Um, and, and obviously we come to learn that. Yeah, she definitely does. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, this is kind of the first window for her. And the thing that I love about it is it's, it's kind of initiated by this contact of love. Um, someone who needs her, someone who really cares about her reaches out and it awakens something in her that she mm-hmm. never knew she mm-hmm. had. You know, um, and 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 I think just even thematically, the way that this movie kind of comes to a head at the end here is all of this pain that Luke holds, all of this pain that the galaxy holds because of the fall of Anakin. Again, we're reminded of what's going to undo the sins of the past. Well, it's the love of these children. It's the Mm. legacy of Anakin and Padme. Right. Um, Like, I love the way you put it, Katie, that. You know, Padme's love for Anakin was something good and it made her strong and it made her better. It was the secrecy that diminished it, but the love itself was something good. And now we're seeing that the fruits of what Anakin and Padme created, which ultimately is Luke and Leia, we're seeing here at the end of this film that Mm -hmm. what this connection these two characters share are the answer to the darkness. And I think in a way that's going to indicate, you know, here in the sequel trilogy that these characters, Kylo and Ray, whatever they have, whatever this bond is between them, because that's been made very clear in episode eight, that there is yeah. some sort of bond there that is probably going to be the answer to the darkness in this story. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and while in the prequels, the darkness reigns, there is this seed of hope because of the love of Anakin and Padme and Luke and Leia. And we see the reality yeah. of their relationship as something that, again, undoes that darkness. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's good stuff. And, and just, you know, I, I just love the fact that we, we get the sort of force awakening in Leia (laughs) here in this movie. And then we actually get to see her using it, um, in 
Last Jedi. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> so good. That was that was one of those moments where I, I know people that, that that's that's a divisive moment for some people, but I absolutely love Leia, you know, flying through space to get oh, back so into good. the the cruiser. It's amazing. Um you know, it, uh, it's so good to me because it shows that, you know, she did she took this seriously. She, it was not her main focus, but she took it seriously and she learned and she trained. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's important. Um and it goes kind of back to, you know, the the thing that you said at the beginning of this discussion, Katie, you know, what does it mean to be a Jedi, you know, a true Jedi? And I don't know if Leia would call herself a Jedi, but she definitely follows their teachings. Oh, certainly. So, I think uh, Pad- Padme was a true Jedi, you guys. Padme <laughs> Amidala. <laughs> I mean. She, yeah. 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 She, she, could, she could very well have been. Um, Carl. Yeah. What do, you, what do you want to bring into this discussion? Nothing. I have nothing to say about this movie at all. Ever, right yeah. Here. Okay, Katie, uh, moving <laughs> no. on. No, just yeah, kidding. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> you guys know that, you know, this is yeah. barely a Star Wars movie in Carl's mind. Carl's like, is this even part of the canon? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But no, all this, all this talk of what does it mean to be a Jedi, Katie, just makes... I just got to reach back to, to one of my favorite Star Wars films. Attachment is forbidden. Possession is forbidden. Compassion, which I would define as unconditional love, is central to a Jedi's life. And so you might say that we are encouraged to love. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, love, Sorry. The whole time you were talking, I was like, oh, that just make, obviously makes me think of that scene in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's why it's episode two, you guys. That's yeah. why you got to watch them in order. No, I'm not shaming anybody. <laughs> order, you want to watch the movies and whatever. But like, there's a reason that's episode two. And so, I just, I don't know. I always go back to that George Lucas quote where he was just like, love people. That's all. That's yeah. all Star Wars is. Yeah. Love people. You might say that yeah. we're encouraged to love. We are. George Lucas encourages us to love. Yes. <laughs> yep. It's true. Um, Un- it's true. Unconditional love, yeah. you guys. I don't think people think about what that means enough. Unconditional. It means you love General Hux. He did something terrible. Un- <laughs> what do you think unconditional means? You know? Yeah. Having, we have compassion for them anyway. Well, he did something awful and he needs to pay for it. Yeah, but I love him anyway and feel compassion for him, you know, because he's a human being. You know, you yeah. hear me? You hear me? Snoke, <laughs> Snoke is not a human being, so I don't need to feel compassion okay, for him. Okay, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, only humans. Yeah. <laughs> all the, the Zabricks, no. You don't have to feel compassion for Darth Maul because he's not human. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, well, actually, like I, I, I would love to go a little bit more even into this, you know, Katie, you bring up the idea of what does it mean to be a Jedi? And yeah. I think we get, you know, everything on Dagobah, the, the training that Luke gets mm-hmm. on Dagobah is all about being a new kind of Jedi. Right. right. Um, it, you know, there's, you know, that great scene in, in last Jedi where Yoda does appear to Luke and, you know, gives that ultimate lesson of, you know, you passed on all that you learned except your failures. You know, you failed mm. and then you stopped. Um, the thing that I think is actually really wonderful about the training on Dagobah is Yoda is teaching out of his failure. He is yeah. highlighting his failure, right? Like his, his, his insistence on beware of the dark side, anger, fear, aggression, the dark side are they, you know, they will easily, they flow quick to join you in a fight, right? Like, this is Yoda, while he doesn't obviously go into the explicit details, this is Yoda teaching out of his failure, right? Uh, Yoda fell short, and he's passing on those lessons to Luke um, here in the training. And I think it's really incredible because ultimately, too, what, what Yoda is trying to teach Luke here on Dagobah is um, – well, there is certainly a degree of patience, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's also, you know, that a Jedi is ultimately one who just trusts in the will of the force, who trusts in the force's ability to move through you. 
Um, mm. And I think that's the deepest lesson that Yoda tries to impart on Luke is, you know, it doesn't – wars don't make you great. You don't have to be a great warrior, right? We, we actually never get any scenes of Yoda teaching Luke how to fight, right? We don't get any sure. scenes. There is a deleted scene, right, where the, there was supposed to be a scene where Yoda is training with Luke and his lightsaber kind of like throwing things at him and teaching, mm. you know, Luke how to deflect. You know, they deleted those for whatever reason. But the fact that they're not there, I think, is also still very telling. Yoda, Yoda's kind of truest lesson to Luke, too, is that a Jedi uses the force for knowledge and defense, never for attack. That is something he learned in spite of his failure in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. Right. Yeah. As soon as the Jedi become general, they fail. The order falls apart as soon as they join the war um, in that capacity. And Yoda knows that and he's really trying to because Luke goes to Dagobah with these kind of, you know, dreamy thoughts of the knight in <laughs> shining armor, right? Like a Jedi is right. this great warrior. And, you know, that's that's the notion of what a Jedi Luke kind of takes with him. And that is really right. That's the legacy of the Jedi in light of the Clone Wars. They're warriors, right? They're these warrior. There's it's this warrior class that fights the good fight. And this is kind of the hopes and dreams of Luke. And to be fair, this is the hopes and dreams of a child, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, children children idolize police officers and military figures because of they're cool and they can do cool combat. <laughs> but if that's all those ever mean to you, you're missing the point, right? Like yeah. the true calling of yeah. a police officer is to maintain peace, to keep people safe. Uh, the problem when a police officer only loves the violent part is, well, we see the we've seen yeah. literally yeah. in our own culture the the result of of that you know distorted sense of of mm-hmm. of that calling. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that Yoda is you know I mean what does he constantly say to Luke? Unlearn what you've learned. You know Yoda had to unlearn what he learned, and he's passing yeah. that on to Luke. And I think that's huge because whatever the legacy of the Jedi are going to be in in light of Luke's training is going to be something very different. And while Luke is a f- very flawed character in Last Jedi, um, the first I mean, I, I've my favorite scene in that movie is the first lesson he gives to Rey, which is ultimately he teaches her how to just simply connect to the force, which is ultimately mm-hmm. what Yoda taught him there on Dagobah, you yeah. know, and 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 Luke does give a reality of like that that this this thing the force the light of the force doesn't just belong to the jedi um right. you know i mean yeah. that's 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 true but it's also not fully true um <laughs> and but like i i mean i just love these lessons on dagobah because yoda is not afraid to sh- shake things up and to do something new here with luke and one thing that i actually really think is interesting to me and i'm curious to see what you two think about this um, I think in some ways Luke is already becoming wiser than Yoda on Dagobah. So, right, the, mm. the big tumultuous thing that happens to Luke is he has that vision of Han and Leia in danger and decides mm-hmm. to leave, right? And then I think on a surface level, we look at that and be like, well, Luke was wrong and that's why he failed. Like he left too soon. But I think Luke was right. And here's oh, why. yeah. Yeah. I think Luke was right. And, and here's what makes Luke different from Anakin, right? When Anakin leaves Naboo to go try to rescue Shmi. It's, uh, uh, oh, wait. No, never mind. Sorry. I thought we were thinking about Padme leaving to go rescue Obi-Wan and Anakin had to go with her. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, different one. <laughs> um, the, the, the stop right before that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, so, was going to be like, no, Anakin didn't do it. It was Padme. No. <laughs> Sorry. So so Anakin goes ultimately because of that, uh, you know, that uh, deep seated, almost selfish need for his mother. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Like that. uh, It's there's something a little bit off there. It's it's desperate. It's based out of fear. Right. You know, so Anakin leaves because he has to control this. I wasn't strong enough to save you, mom. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's 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 somewhat. Um, disordered the reasons for his leaving. You know, even you said, I have no choice. Yeah, you do. You do have a choice. Um, and you have the choice. You, you still like, could have chosen to go, to right. go, but, you know, it's, you know, sometimes I think, you know, the, the 
the ends don't always justify the or the, the means don't always justify the ends, you know, or I, I don't know how yes. I wanted to put that. The <laughs> motivation is important. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's the difference is I think Luke's motivation is very different from Anakin's. Luke's motivation isn't this, oh, gosh, I need these people. Right. It's simply I love and, and I love it because he's preparing to leave. Right. And Yoda and Ob- Yoda and Obi-Wan are trying to convince him to stay. And, you know. And Obi-Wan says, you know, it's your, your abilities the Emperor wants. That's why your friends are made to suffer. And I love how Luke's busy putting together the X-Wing. He stops and looks right at him and says, that's why I have to go. It's Luke owning it. Like Luke saying, yeah, they're in that situation because of me. And I love them. I got to go help. You know, so I think Luke's motivations are 100% right. Is he hasty? For sure. But are, <laughs> are there fears well-founded that he's just going to be another Anakin? Nope. Right. It's the same thing like Ray confronts Luke with, you know, you know, you, you know, you failed him because you thought his choice was already made. It wasn't right. Like mm-hmm. Ray, in a way, is a little more wise than Luke in that moment. And I think in a way, Luke is actually a little more wise than his mentors in the scene. Oh, and, absolutely. And we see yeah. the, the fullness of that when he comes back to them in Return of the Jedi. Luke kind of does know better. Um is is he hasty and is he going to succeed? No, not not exactly. <laughs> but his motivation right. is actually correct, I would say. Um, yeah. It, it, the 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 distance between the motivation isn't that far, but it's a very distinct and important enough difference that it it helps shape everything. Yeah, you know, because the while the distance isn't that far, it's like at the top of a set of of stairs that splits and goes different directions, and it's like, well, which side are we falling on? You know, because that's the first step. Yeah, that's kind of the first step with it with Anakin. You know, he he took that first step and he went down and he went one direction. Luke took went down that same step but went the other direction. You know, it, it, it's a very key distinction, even if it's not in the grand scale of things that far from each other, which, you know, in somewhat in some measure, you know, brings validation to Yoda and Obi-Wan's fears. Uh, they weren't necessarily correct because they were, they were clouded in the, the past um, and the, the failures that they had with Anakin um, a little bit. And you know Yoda or uh, and Luke with with Ray in Last Jedi, um, so it, you know. But but in the moment, you know, your students always teach you things. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what you're doing, your students always teach you. And there, there's always moments where you know they take what you've already been taught, and you and they go beyond what you're trying to teach them at the moment. They are what we uh, grow beyond. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, we so, are what they grow beyond. Sorry. Yeah. We, yes. <laughs> Got that wrong. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good, it's a good point. It's a good distinction. And, and it makes me wonder, you know, I, I want more of the information, more of the details of what happened with, with Ben's fall, because right. there's so much there that we don't know. And and that is the linchpin of what's going to happen in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. The information well, that we don't know is going to determine how this movie ends. Ab- oh, absolutely. December, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo definitely hasn't had his say yet. You know? No. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, no. <laughs> but I have, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Some hot takes. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, Katie. I, I have to wonder, you know, um, Anakin hearing Shmi Skywalker calling out for help. I don't necessarily think that him leaving was a mistake or wrong, you know, because of the force, you know, if his mother is calling out to him for help, you know, I don't think the force is letting that happen so he can ignore it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's what Obi-Wan keeps telling him to do. Dreams pass in time. Just ignore it. You know what I mean? Like, if someone is asking you for help and the advice is, oh, just ignore them. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a little that's a little weird. I mean, you're, you're correct that Anakin does have a choice. He can choose to, you know, pursue it or he can choose to ignore it. 
But then he also has a choice once he gets there of how to handle it. You know, mm-hmm. his mother died. You know, maybe if he'd gone sooner, he could have saved her. It wouldn't have been too late and he would have been able to help her. But because he goes too late and she dies, he then has a choice of how to handle it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. So I don't think him leaving was necessarily the problem. It mm-hmm. was, yeah, it all, again, That's it all point. came down to their choices, you yeah. know, and Luke, you know, yeah, he had a choice of how to handle that situation when he went to go, you know, save his friends. So, and um, then, can I just, really Oh yeah, quick, absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I yeah. love that you said that. Cause I actually, mm-hmm. you're so right. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thank think, you. yeah. So to look at the distinction of what they choose to do with, Right, the results right. of their their going right. Anakin mm-hmm. Anakin loses his mother and obviously chooses to do something terrible. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he acts out of that hatred. But Luke, he chooses to go. Yes, he he ultimately fails, just like Anakin did. And then there's this offer made, though. Join me. Right, right. And Luke yeah. chooses to just jump into let, the abyss to, to tr- yeah. ju- jump into whatever the force holds for him let rather go. than yeah. join the darkness. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. there's, so I, I, I really appreciate that Katie. Cause I, to make that distinction, actually, it's not the choice of going, it's the choice of what to do once you go. And, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and Anakin yeah, you're makes right. the horrible choice. Whereas Luke makes the choice of surrender um, and yeah. not surrendering to the dark. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Anakin absolutely like gave in to yeah. that anger, you know, because he could have he could have just left, <laughs> you know, take your mom and go home. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, like yeah. I said totally he in- kill you. murdered didn't, an entire tribe right. of Tuscan raiders. Didn't have yeah. to kill the women and children. I mean, didn't have to kill all the men either. But like, yeah, didn't have to kill anybody. Did not have to kill anybody. Well, that's the thing. You know, by the end of Return of the Jedi, you know, Luke remembers. Wait, I didn't come here to kill anybody. I came here to save my father. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. He did not go into that room to kill anybody. It's so you know. Of course, he wants to kill the emperor, but then it's like, wait, I, that's not what I came here to do. And then that, that was the problem at the end of Revenge of the Sith. You know, Obi-Wan didn't go there to save anybody. He went there to kill Vader. Or at least he forgot, you know, that yeah. he was supposed to be there to save Anakin, not kill Vader. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's why Yoda but, failed. It's because Yoda went in there to right, kill the Emperor. Right. right. Not right. to save the Republic. He went there to kill the Emperor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about fighting what we hate. It's about saving what we love. Right? Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Rose yeah. is able. I love that I think, Rose is able to. Yeah, I yeah. think Yoda definitely learned that, right? Like Yoda learned yes. the truth yes. the hard way, and that's what yeah. he passed on to Luke. Yeah, but I love. I do love what you're saying about um, Yoda is teaching out of his failure. At the same time, though, I don't think he's quite there. Because if Yoda was quite there, this wouldn't be the end of the story. I do. <laughs> I think uh, Yoda does kind of fail Luke. You know, the same way Obi-Wan fails Luke by not telling him the truth about his father. Sure. You know, not he doesn't yep. tell him the truth about his father and doesn't encourage compassion for this figure, you know, doesn't give him the whole story. You know, by framing, you know, um, Anakin Vader as, you know, my apprentice who fell to the dark side. I mean, that's technically true. But that's not the whole story. By framing it in that way, it makes him sound, you know, just pure evil, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't breed any sort of compassion, which is what Luke needs if he's going to save the day. You know, he doesn't need to be stronger. He needs to have compassion for his father. Right, yeah. And Luke then d- turn around, turns around and does the same thing with Ray when, you know, Ray comes to the conclusion, well, you didn't fail Kylo. Kylo failed you. She comes to that conclusion because Luke misleads her. Right. And, you know, he does tell her things that are factually true. You know, Ben went off and uh, burned down my school, you know, went away with several of my students. You know, he, he tells her those cut and dry facts, but he doesn't tell her the whole truth. And, you know, that that's what makes her turn to Kylo. You know, if he had been honest with her, things would have been very, very different. You know, they would have connected in a meaningful way. So, so I think, I think that's going to be also what really brings together episode nine is if we do get some sort of redemption for Kylo Ren, his lesson then will be to absolutely teach out of that failure. And when he's the master, he'll be like, I fell to the dark side. I did these horrible things, you know, and not sugarcoat it and not like just give these convenient facts, you know, yeah. he'll be able to actually teach out of that failure and do better for the next generation. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a thought. It's a thought. No, that's yeah. That was something I also made a note of too. 
Ooh, um, yeah. to, to bring yeah. up was this, this, this reality of what is truth. Right. right, yeah. right. Um, and, mm-hmm. and how, you know, by not giving Luke the whole truth is almost worse. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same is true. Cause Luke, Luke makes the same failure. Right. Um, yeah. and, and in a way, again, like going off the, the bloodline novel, um, mm-hmm. Luke and Leia fail Ben. By not absolutely, him absolutely, yeah, right? yeah. Because um, Luke wanted to tell Ben, yeah. you know, almost immediately, you know, from from what we understand, and Leia told him no. Yeah. So, but but, you know, Luke and Ben are out there training for years and years you know, without Leia's input. He could have told her anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. But he didn't. Yeah, and so. then. Poor Ben Skywalker finds out about his lineage because he got blasted all over the tabloids. <laughs> um, you I know. That so much. I yeah. love that. Just imagine the next day in class and all the Jedi students are like, don't make eye contact. Don't. Look, I, can, I can just imagine the breakfast table that right. morning. You know. <laughs> They're Luke all... has Luke hasn't read the Holovids yet. He's nope. still, you know, going over his notes for the day's teaching. Ben walks down, gets his glass of blue milk and some snacks or whatever, and he sits <laughs> down and says, "So, can I call Darth Vader was my grandfather?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. In my head, he hasn't even heard the news yet. Yeah, he goes in, he sits down at breakfast, and he leans over, and he's like, hey, can I copy your homework? And, like, they just, like, nobody's looking at him, and he's like, what? What? I didn't have time last night. What? <laughs> Did you see today's Olivet? <laughs> no. You're gonna want to see this. Just sort of shoves the disc over across the table yeah. nonchalantly. And oh. then walks to the other side of the room. Yeah, while, oh yeah. While, while Ben watches, <laughs> you know they've seen him throw tantrums before. They've seen what happens. He just starts breaking things. Like yeah. <laughs> Except this time, this time Ben doesn't go into a tantrum. He just stands Uh-oh. up, Uh-oh. takes the hollow vid, and goes and finds Luke. Oh jeez. Oh no. <laughs> <Yeah. even worse. laughs> That's what happens, right? Right. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's fanfic oh, we, hours here in the lair. It's fanfic hours. Oh, I I don't remember where we took the train off the track. Sorry, <laughs> no, Carl. It's, no, it's good. I it, it's yeah. You know, um, well, in in you know, even this moment where you know this the the most i probably the most iconic moment in Star Wars, right when Vader right, admits right. to being Luke's father. You know, in a lot of ways, in the story, in the moment of the story, just of the original films, this moment's really all about Luke, right? It's about Luke losing kind of the noble past that Obi-Wan fed him, that his father was actually a Jedi Knight and he was this great warrior and he was betrayed by this evil man who stands before you. Now it's become a lot more complicated for Luke. You know, the truth is a lot harder to deal with, which in a way, I mean, I love that this is in this, this movie because it's, it's so adult in a way, right? When we're children, everything is kind of black and white, and it makes it easier to deal with. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. But now Luke is confronted with the reality of this disgusting gray, (laughs) you know, Right. Uh. Uh, that, you know, (laughs) the truth is far more difficult. Um, Yeah. And 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 I love the moment, though, because Luke. And this is, again, why I think Luke indicates to us that he is wiser than his masters give him credit for is right. Yeah. He, you know, I, I love how Luke, you know, or Vader says to him, you know, um, you don't know the power of the dark side. It's a point he'll make again in the next film, Mm -hmm. you know, almost as if it's this addiction, right. And this is a question that a lot of Star Wars fans have asked over the years is, you know, was Vader ever fully a Sith or was he just kind of addicted to the dark side? Um, Mm -hmm. right. And, even in this moment, he seems to indicate to Luke that he, Darth Vader, is not strong enough to repel the darkness. And actually, Katie, this reminds me of a note I, I, I made because I, it's, it's something about Maul. Um, <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Be still uh, my heart. <gasps> uh, yeah. So uh, it's – but I love the moment in Clone Wars when Maul and uh, Obi-Wan are confronting each other on Mandalore with <gasps> Satine. 
and Maul's going on about how strong the dark side is. Um, so sorry, this isn't going to paint Maul in a great light. But um, but <laughs> okay. I love I love Obi Wan's response where he says, uh, "This is his quote." He says, "It takes strength to resist the dark side; only the weak embrace it." Oh. Um, and and I love <laughs> love that moment for Obi Wan. And I think that that's something that's so true for Luke in this moment is is Luke mm. is actually so much stronger than his father. His father wasn't strong enough to resist that temptation of the quick fix. Luke instead is able to have the strength and some level of patience to jump into the unknown and trust that there's something more. Um, and ultimately, what's the something more? Well, his connection to his sister. Love. Aww. Um, Aww. Yeah. So, you know, so I love that moment. And, and, and just but just to conversely play on the Vader angle, right, again, looking at this as a saga story, I think this mm-hmm. is the moment, though, for Vader that really shakes up the Anakin buried down deep. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and I think the evidence of that, first off, again, this is the this is my least favorite change they ever took away from the original cut. Um, and it's the only one to this day that I still really miss is in the original 1980 cut of Empire when Vader's then marching off. He just says, bring my shuttle. And he says it in this really pissed off way. And they change it into prepare my Star Destroyer to prepare for my arrival. Yeah. Alert my Star Destroyer to prepare for my arrival. (laughs) It's so like formal and stupid. I love the pissed (laughs) off Vader in the original cut where he's just like, bring my shuttle. And then Mm -hmm. again, the end of the film, right, indicates that something's going on in this guy because, oops, Piet failed. And while he's gorgeous, um, <laughs> there's Snacking something... Snacking on some cashews. There's, yes, you know, chewing on some cashews while privately Snapchatting Carlos Riken. Um, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> you know, Vader chooses not to kill him. And I think, I don't think it's necessarily com- any sort of compassion. It's just Vader is literally so just in his head being torn up about the emotion that's risen up through him. And, you know, so something's going on here too. You know, the, the strength of Luke to resist the dark side might in some way indicate to Vader, hmm, if I created someone that strong, perhaps I can resist this. Um, And, you know, he finds out that he can. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, that is definitely the moment that shakes Anakin awake. Yeah. When, you know, when his son decides it would be better to die than join the dark side and Vader. Right. Uh, that's huge. Yeah. How do you respond to that? Like, you, yeah. You just sort of stand there and stare. You know, you drop your hand and stare like like Vader does. Um, he, there's, he doesn't even react. You know, it's, it's just, just like, oh. Like, it didn't even cross Vader's mind that, that Luke would do something like that. I don't think. I, I, I don't well, think I don't it know. crossed Vader's mind at all. Well, you know, and, like, then, and then, of course, you know, that there's that weird tinge of paternal, like, oh, God, what's going on? That yeah. wakes Anakin up. You yeah. know, it, it has to be something like that. You it's might... Padme all over again. It's yeah. Padme all over again. Because he made her the same offer and she was like, no. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll make things, right. yeah, we'll make things the way we want them. And she's like, like no, you you're anymore. going down. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. You might say that like in that moment, Vader remembers something from his past. Oh. Uh, so you might say that. We are encouraged to love. Oh, <laughs> Carl, you're killing me! I'm gonna die. I love it. Killing me softly. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> I every time you play that, I just I just see Hayden's grinning face in yeah. my mind. He's beautiful. You know, I see Padme's amazing headdress. That's Ooh. what I see. Yeah, that, 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 yes, that gold. Uh, crown well it's not even a yes. crown but like yeah that gold headpiece is so gorgeous mm-hmm. they are the most stylish uh you know refugees yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah refugees 
uh, in the galaxy. Like, uh, I don't know who bought that, but. Um. <laughs> I just want to go watch Attack of the Clones, like right now. I know, me that. too. All right, so we should probably <laughs> yeah. wrap this up. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, we have an episode. I, I do have one other you know, big point because we, we've hit a bunch of yeah, the yeah. other things I wanted to bring up. But the other big point that I wanted to, to, to bring up here, and this is something um, that definitely hits Luke and, in in this movie and then hits Ray in last Jedi. And there's so much more to learn. Like you get a taste of things in the, you know, in, in a new hope in force awakens that, you know, Hey, I think I got this. I, you know, this is a, this is a cool thing. Like this is good. I I'm getting the hang of this, the, this force thing. And then you get thrown into the meat grinder with your teacher. And it's just like, Oh God, I know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's so much more to learn, and I think the failure in in Anakin's mind is that you know he he doesn't think he has to learn much more. You know, by the time of the Clone Wars are are going on, he thinks he's kind of got it all down. Except when Palpatine starts feeding him, you know, stories about being able to save others from death, um, Anakin's you know seems you know seems to think that he's pretty much. Got this whole Jedi business down, but Luke and Ray walk into this thing and they go, "Oh, I thought I knew a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow." Uh, hey, good for you, Jason. You I don't know, know John Snow. You know, you know your memes. You don't know the I show, know my, but you know yeah. the memes. Exactly. Jason's exactly. like, I don't know you, John Snow, no but I know what you the know context nothing. of that meme is in the actual show, <laughs> but I know it's a meme, and I will use it effectively. Um, <laughs> Good work. But yeah, no, it's it, it. It they don't. They find out that there's so much they don't know, and it's and it. It just sort of. They kind of drown in it for a second. You know, it's like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's it's Luke when he realizes that, you know, this little green crazy gnome is Yoda. Um and and Ray, you know, they they both have this moment where they, they, they go through their trial in the cave. Right. You know, each of their caves, you know, and it's just like, Oh man, oh man, this is bigger. This is real big. This is not anything I expected, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and and they really have to take a minute to figure out where they have to go, where where they want to go from here, and, and how they want to continue on. Um, and that that really kind of defines what they do moving forward. You know, um, there's just a lot to learn, and they the the scope of what they thought they were getting into just changes radically in an instant for both of them. So. I think that's a that's a big connection here and and one that, you know, I'm interested to see where Ray takes because we see what Luke does in Return of the Jedi is Luke is able to really kind of get a handle on things and become the Jedi that his father was or couldn't be, you know, um, and I'm really interested to see where Ray goes because it's not going to look the same. But I'm just I'm just really interested to see what changes, what doesn't, you know, how how deep she gives herself into this. Um, you know, there there's the clip in the some of the I don't remember if it's the trailer or the the uh, sizzle reel where she's you know throwing the lightsaber through the trees, mm. in the yeah. the jungle, and then it comes back to her and she's got this. I don't know if it's pissed or super determined look on her face. And I'm just wondering what that's all about, you know? So I'm, I'm wondering if a little bit more of, of Anakin emotion is getting in with Ray or, or if that's just like super determined face. And, you know, I, I, I haven't figured that out yet. There's not enough, there's not enough footage for me to make that decision. (laughs) Um, so, but yeah, I, I'm really curious to see what, you know, stepping into the deep end for Ray means moving into, you know, the rise of Skywalker. Because we see what happens to Luke in it with with stepping into the deep end and Return of the Jedi, where that ultimately leads him. So it, it's just a big, it's a big new world for them. And that's yeah. a huge part of the, the Last Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. So. Mm-hmm. 
For sure. Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned all the big points that I had. Me too. Yeah. Excellent. So, you know, with that, I think there's probably only one thing we want you to know. <laughs> oh. So you might say that we are encouraged to love. <laughs> ah, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, man, oh I, I just, my I love, goodness! I, I have so, so, so much enjoyed this segment. Like, I love doing this with with the two of you. Just really yeah. looking at the films with that lens of how they work as a saga, and and specifically a Skywalker saga that the force bleeds into so man this has been so fun and i i'm i can't wait for return of the jedi in, in a few weeks oh, oh i'm yes. so excited for return of the jedi because yes. that'll be the one where we really get get to kind of speculate you know uh, how does this happen with yeah. rise of skywalker and it's just my favorite star wars movie too so i guess <laughs> i'm super excited about return of the jedi oh oh my goodness so so that being said we have a matchup for all of you, um, yes. kind of inspired from The Empire Strikes Back, and this is a what-if scenario. So the question is, what if Luke had decided to, ch- to, to join Vader at the end of Empire? And so the matchup is Luke and Vader at the end of Empire versus the Emperor. So Ooh. who wins in that fight? So right, Vader wants to recruit Luke to take down the Emperor. Who, what would have happened if he'd gone with him? So you tell yeah. us, what do you think? Who wins that fight? Oh, I got chills right yeah. up my spine. Like, ooh. <laughs> Father and son versus the master. You know, <laughs> oh, man, it, this is, I don't even know what I think about this matchup yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of thinking to do um, because I could make good points either way, I think. But like, I don't know. I'm really yeah. curious. Yeah. Um, that's an awesome matchup, Carl. Where can people weigh in on the matchup? And where can they weigh in on anything that we discussed in this episode? Well, of course, um, over on our Twitter, um, you can find us at um, on Twitter at Wampus Lair. We're on Facebook at Wampus Lair Podcast. Um, you can always email us at wampuslairpodcast at gmail.com. And Katie, where can folks find you out there in the interworld? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Dameron. Sadly, I'm not Poe Dameron Jedi Warrior, but alas. <laughs> oh, that would be great if Poe suddenly decided to become a Jedi. I would be there for it. You um, haven't seen that t-shirt? The Poe Dameron Jedi Warrior t-shirt? We'll talk. Okay, okay. we'll talk. We'll okay. talk. Yeah, All right. no, All right. I'll, I'll, my Follow brain me on Twitter. Cool. Yeah, follow me on Twitter for all the Poe Dameron Jedi Warrior goodness. That's all I'll say. All right? All right. Sounds that, good. That's a, that's a good good <laughs> plug there. Um, all right. Anything else before we close down this episode? Just love people. That's all. We're encouraged to love. <laughs> we are encouraged to love. And on that note, thank you everyone so much for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast, where we love all of you. This has been episode number 353. There is another Carl, Katie, I'm Jason, and we will see you next time here in the Lair. Mm-hmm.